This podcast was first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South community access radio station. For more information on Fresh FM, as well as links to other great local podcasts, go on our website freshfm.net or download the accessmedia.nz app.
Well, good evening to you. It's uh, Sunday, September the 5th, 2021. No, 1974. Oh. <laughs> 1974. Yes. Uh, this is Totally Wide, and uh, this is Fresh FM. And uh, if you haven't heard before, we, we go back in time and we're working our way through history. And it's 1974 tonight. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and that's Jack. How are you? Uh, I'm okay uh, tonight. I'm just a bit out of it because, because this is our show, first show back uh, for... About how many weeks has it been now? <laughs> three weeks? You don't know, do you? I think it's three weeks. We missed two weeks, Jack. Two? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's all. Hmm. Yeah. We've been in a, in a kind of like a alert level system where we are not allowed out of the house or into the studio. But there was a kind of regional furor, let's face it, about us not being on the air, wasn't there? Hmm. You know, I mean, people were writing letters to, you know, important people, pulling yeah. strings. Yes, that's what I heard from our... Um, from, uh, <laughs> Did you? Yeah. <laughs> from who? Our managers at, at Fresh FM. <laughs> mm. And managers. Yeah. We should have managers, shouldn't we? Like, because we're entertainers. We should have, like, managers who promote mm. us or do something. Yeah, yeah. I, I, mm. What do you think? If anyone wants to be our manager, get in touch. The, um, the, the, um, you can have, like, 10% of what we earn. Yeah. The, something like that. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, 10% of nothing's like nothing, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, that was Herbie Hancock, by the way, uh, from the album Headhunters and uh, a song called Chameleon from 1974. Uh, so y- you, you've, you've, whilst that was playing, you said, I've got nothing to say tonight. You always say that, and then you, you end up like talking for hours. Uh, yeah. Um, so I just couldn't <laughs> find um, much to say about 1974. Right. Um, it's a bit uh, of a dull year, is it? Uh, not exactly, because this is when ne- Richard Nixon resigns. Right. Um, he, you know, famously says, "I'm not a crook." I'm not a crook. Yeah. And then uh, it's the like, next year, he it's like the worst thing to say, isn't it? You know, like I'm not a crook. Really, I mean, you know, obviously it means years, doesn't it? That much of a crook, honestly. When I look into the actual details of Watergate. But if you don't think you're a crook, you wouldn't need to say it, would you? You know. I, I don't. Mean, I don't subscribe know. to that logic. You don't at okay. all. Fair enough. That's mm. fine. Yeah. Um, and then also um, other events like. Uh, Muhammad Ali fighting um, in this event called Rumble in the Jungle. Yeah, that was that was good. Where he goes to fight this other guy called George Foreman in uh, Zaire or the Democratic Republic of the Congo. Yes, and um, it's this big fight because Muhammad Ali had been um, stripped of his heavyweight title from um, not participating in Vietnam, and then um, the current heavyweight champion was George Foreman, and um, it was this big sort of comeback, and he um, actually won by just taking all of George Foreman's punches. Yeah. You know, the best heavyweight fighter in the yeah. world. And yeah. then finally just doing the split sort of um, strategy at the very end called <laughs> Rope-A-Dope, where he then <laughs> do a quick series of, pu- series yeah. of punches 
um, to win a knockout at the end and it worked it's true it was a very good very I mean I don't like boxing really but you know if even if you don't like boxing you should watch that documentary because it's really quite good um, just the whole thing it's just hmm. a completely bizarre thing to have all these kind of people suddenly put in this place in Africa <laughs> have, this, have this big fight it's, it's, fight, kind, of, yeah. it's kind of fascinating mm. 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 yeah that was good uh, did, do you have a low opinion of boxing did I do you have a low opinion of boxing uh, well, I do really. Yeah, I think what arranging people to watch them fight. You why find is it, that? Yeah, it's, I mean, isn't it a bit um, barbaric? Know, a bit like kind of cockfighting. Cockfighting. You know, bear. You know, put two dogs together so they fight. I mean, what is what's the difference? Hmm. I know they got gloves on, but it's still they're still bashing each other on the head and causing probably some major head injury. Well, and damage to the brain. Over I a long think period I of time. fought along those lines for most of my life until when I was 14 yeah. and we were bored at um, summer camp. Um, we were just so bored that um, we found these boxing gloves lying about yeah. and then we challenged and I and this other guy decided to have a boxing match just right. in the middle of our dorm room. Yes. And then funnily enough, I found myself suddenly enjoying, um, you know, trying to punch this that's other guy. Yeah, that's different though, isn't but it? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's Fight Club, you know. Oh, you know, but yeah, no, uh, yeah. How, how's the, the, adrenal, the adrenaline of, of having a fight how's with different? somebody? It, well, yeah, and it wasn't like a hateful fight. I didn't hate him. No, I just wanted to try, you know, sort of see if I could, you know, be stronger. Uh -huh. And then uh, I was actually getting hurt way worse. I'm pretty sure I, because he hit it really hard. Yeah. And then somehow I just felt kind of happy about doing it. And then, uh, you know, the camp supervisors then, you know open the door and then they'd look extremely you know disappointed with us and stern and they then you know take away the boxing gloves and tell us we're not allowed to do that yeah and it's this implication that you know if we ever did do you, it again yeah you know we'll get sent home yeah did you did you then do some bare knuckle fighting <laughs> no you didn't okay you didn't fancy that much no we weren't that adventurous <laughs> no, no, at all. <laughs> yeah i've got no problem with boxing well you know i have probably but i'm not going to go on about it too much okay anyway it's 974 and here's a good band th th this band could go far jack
That was ABBA and Waterloo from 1974. I never quite understood the song entirely. Like, there's clearly an analogy between a military kind of conquest and romance, but I could never quite connect the dots, if you know what I mean. Uh, I guess it's about men like maybe seeing romance and like that sometimes. <laughs> like the Battle of Waterloo. Yes, like what kind of mud, muddy and, and full of death. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, that is the <laughs> analogy they're going for. And tactics. I don't know. I mm-hmm. mean, it's just just it's a bizarre thing. And and you, of course, you think Abba are going to go a long way. And oh yeah, yeah. I feel like um, they have a great appeal, especially to women. And then you know, a few decades later, uh, a lot of middle-aged women will you know rave about how Ab- great Abba were, and it will be the best band that middle-aged women will ever talk about. Middle-aged women. Yeah. What sort of age are you talking about? Oh well, like, well, I mean, from the woman from the generation of the seventies and eighties, yeah, which yeah. is a good thing because Abba are fantastic. They're a fantastic band. But they were, they were, yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah. A bit, a well, bit. Why do you sound so hesitant to say that? No, I like, I like Abba. I, I mean, they do. They I have do. bad songs, but I mean, every single band has bad songs. Yeah, they they just lack a certain depth, don't they? You know, uh, I mean, yeah. that's just like. It's it's like um, the Red Hot Chili Peppers lack a, lack depth, but um, I like them. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit like it's a bit like the kind of like the sprinkles on top of an ice cream wrapper, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it's not like and it the appeals to stuff. certain people, and um, more so than others. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I think that's I, great. Yeah, no, I like how. And there's nothing objectionable about how they appeal to other people. I think the only tragedy with Abbey was like how they were so engrossed in their careers that they spent so much time away from you know their loved loved ones yeah that's, that's yeah, probably yeah, the only you know yeah and they had some really acrimonious relationships between themselves didn't they i, I don't know anything I think, about I that i think they did yeah okay i think they ended up kind of disliking each other a little bit but mm. actually they're just i mean they're just we're going back to 2021 now i think they've just announced they're going to start playing again or something is that right really just reformed i could be wrong i thought i saw it somewhere okay like on the interweb or something like that can't remember. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anything else to say about No. Seventy Four? I'm going to play. I'm going to play another another upcoming band. Uh, have you ever heard of the Kootenay War? Oh, you have to spell it. The K O O T E N A I. No. Kootenay. No. Um, this Native American tribe decides to declare war on the United States. Did they? Yes. On September the twentieth, was, was that the name of the nat- was that the name of their tribe? Yes, that's the name the of Kutenay. the tribe, the Kootenai. They're headed by this woman called Amy Trice. She declares a, a war on the United States government. Um, why does she do this? Just to well, actually attain you know attention to her tribe's loss of land and subsequent uh-huh. grievances. So, the war was a peaceful war. No shots were fired. Nope, and they just charged tolls to pass through tri- tribal lands near this. Uh, this r- river and along um, a US highway uh-huh. and then they distributed information to those passing through detailing the problems of the tribe and then eventually um, yeah, this war actually gains a lot of publicity in the news of course. and then the US government gives uh, the Kootenai um, 12.5 acres of land to end the war Sorry, 12.5 acres of land 12.5 acres of land? yes there's only that's 67 like, members like, of this tribe that's like nothing yeah, there's only 67 members of this tribe, so... Oh, well, but mm. that doesn't seem like a lot of land. Uh, it's a bit more than you think. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Anyway, that's, mm-hmm. that's a good tactic, isn't it? Yeah. I, I recommend that to anyone who feels they've been done out of some land, <laughs> is to declare a, a peaceful war on the yeah. government. To Have get a peaceful war. 
the peaceful war. Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, this is a band, Jack. They're called Queen.
That was Queen and uh, a song called Brighton Rock from their album Sheer Heart Attack. Uh, you think that I catch on that sort of music, Jack? That kind of like orchestral, you know, rock pomp stuff with a falsetto voice and making like having long songs with lots of different bits to it. Well, I personally love songs with lots of long bits to it and Do orchestral you? parts. Yeah, Do you? unnecessary. <laughs> unnecessary. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've always liked that type of music, but I hear that the critics don't, and that they think it's you know, um, ostentatious and it's just a mess. Yeah. And um, they prefer other music. Right. Um, hmm. Do they? Oh uh, well, yes, yes. Um, if you look at the literature for. Um, of you know the, prof- the music intelligentsia, um, you know going through um, Queen's stuff, they generally weren't a fan of their music. It, it wasn't. It wasn't highly highly regarded. No, not by I, in terms of its musical ability and stuff. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Which is funny because it's actually extremely um, intricate and complex how their songs are con- crafted. I think it's very complex. I could. Yeah. I certainly can do it. But the critics don't like how it sounds. Right. They, they don't like the music itself. Yeah, yeah. Um, thankfully, though, the the audiences loved it. They did, and they'll probably go a long way, that band. Yeah. Mm. We'll have to see in the future we will. what are the next endeavours. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Jack. Anything else to say about 1974? Um, I'm honestly almost done. You're almost um, done? The world's population is now 4 billion. 4? Four? 4 billion. Okay. Yeah. That's quite a few. Yeah, that, that, that's, oh. um, you know, two more billion uh, <laughs> than, you know, the world's population was, you know, 50 years ago. Right. Or, you know... Hmm. Double in 50 years. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Jack. Uh, this is Cool on the Gang. Get down.
that was Cool and the Gang and Jungle Boogie from 1974 so what what we lack in interesting facts about 74 we make up for with good music don't we yeah Isn't that, that wasn't that good that was good yes it was it was good yeah so you're, you're out of you're out of information are you uh, like I'm, I'm relying uh, on I have information but um, I don't really want to share it like I have stuff like uh, India has just de- detonated a nuclear weapon and ah. the sixth na- nation to do so or um, that's horrible yeah and yeah. then uh well, I mean, there's a strike yeah. in Northern Ireland. Uh, yeah, uh, Alaska built a pipeline 800 miles long. I, I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying is you've got no good news. Uh, well, yeah, right, okay, fair enough. I mean, technically, in good news, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going I'm to share something personal now. Okay, <clears throat> well, not personal, but but um, so it's Father's Day today. Yes, which I, I don't really, you know, you know, thank you for the gifts and everything, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm not really into. F- these kind of days you know sure I, you know I, I, there's an episode of the simpsons where everyone's sitting around deciding on a new celebratory day they can come up with isn't there okay Do you know that one it's you know, and they're like, yes. kind of like oh you know we haven't got enough days of the year let's <laughs> let's come up with something you know yep. and 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 it's kind of funny but i know it's true i know there's people sitting around thinking well what can we how can we get people to buy more cards <laughs> how can we get people to spend more money yeah you know that kind of thing money they haven't got really um, yeah, you know, and that's that's a hard thing. So they come up with something called Happy Love Day. Do you remember that? Remember <laughs> Happy it? Love Day. Happy Love Day done, with yeah. a teddy bear called Lord Lord Huggington. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it's coming <laughs> back, back to me now. Ends up on the trash heap. It's very funny, but actually, it's 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 awful because it's, it's a, probably true mm. that people do these things. Like companies, it, it's come a up perfect um, example of The Simpsons black comedy. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Anyway, I, I wasn't going to moan about Father's Day. <laughs> Happy Father's Day to anyone. Is that how you feel about Father's Day? That's that is just it's just an invented day. Yeah, it is an invented day, I believe. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Or the 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 invention of the day is something that isn't necessary because fatherhood should be something that is celebrated. Uh, and I think I think I think yearly. most most people, you know, do thank their mums and dads or or their their respective people in their lives or mm. or you know probably and and are grateful for them they don't have a special day you know but you know maybe i'm maybe i'm completely wrong anyway my, my point was is father's day and i'll say we'll say happy happy father's day to people in case they want to have that uh-huh. that sentiment given to them but um i read into my, the person who um proposed the founding of father's day and her father actually went through um yeah raising multiple children yes. and um yes. told on a farm all his life yes. and um I think he went. His wife ended up dying, and yeah. still, you know, cheerfully um, would raise every single child. Yes. And um, it was a. He went through quite a few hardships, and that's why um, this woman wanted to create Father's Day yeah. because she felt so indebted to her father. Yeah, yeah. And it was sort of a progressive idea that came out of um, the northwest of America, Oregon, I think. And America's has a sort of progressive tradition in that part of the country, so they experimented with new things and yeah. that's why it became a day yes yes absolutely yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know I'm not I'm not com- complaining about her particularly or anything yes. but you know just, just the general commercialisation of all of these things anyway mm. my, my point was that or not my point but um, my dad <coughs> um, he's not with us anymore but he used to be so when people say what does your dad do you know do people ask you that ever ask you that what does your dad do and you have to Sometimes, say, yeah. say something awful haven't you like he's a 
kind of nurse type person <laughs> yeah. but when when someone said to me what does your what does my dad do mm -hmm. i'd say he's a computer operator okay which was like and people say what's that because this is you know i'm talking like 1960s 1970s yeah computers weren't really very well known they kind of were um and one day he took me to work and said uh, you know this is this is where i work and he took me to this enormous room full of you know like like science fiction films where there's these banks of of these spinning tapes yeah you know everywhere mm -hmm. all kind of spinning around all the time um and that was his job yeah. just to, to operate these these computers and and i and i said to him what what what, what exactly is they all for and he said that's just just the payroll just so people can get paid you know all these oh, spinning wow. things but it's more than that i'm sure but um it was just in, and all these punch cards he used to put in <clears throat> um anyway so that's how big they were i mean the the whole room was full of these things and it, it probably did as much as you can now do on a cell phone obviously yeah you know so they, they came down in size uh, and here's here's arthur c clark who's a who's a famous writer he wrote 2001 a space odyssey if people don't know uh, and he's talking about computers i brought along my son jonathan who in the year 2001 will be the same age as i am now maybe he will be better adjusted to this kind of world that you're trying to portray the big difference when he grows up, in fact, if we wanted to wait for the year 2001, is that he will have in his own house, not a computer as big as this, but at least a console through which he can talk to his friendly local computer and get all the information he needs for his everyday life, like his bank statements, his theater reservations, all the information you need in the course of living in a complex modern society. This will be in a compact form in his own house you will have a television screen like this here and a keyboard and he'll talk to the computer get information from it and he'll take it as much for granted as we take the telephone. I wonder though what sort of a life would it be like in social terms? I mean, if our whole life is built around the computer, do we become a computer-dependent society and a computer-independent individuals? In some ways, but they'll also enrich our society because it'll make it possible for us to live really anywhere we like. Any businessman, any executive could live almost anywhere on earth and still do his business through a device like this and this is a wonderful thing it means we want him to be stuck in cities we better live out in, in the country or wherever we please and still carry on complete interaction with human beings as, as well as with other computers there we go arthur c Clarke from 1974 saying one day a computer will be big enough to sit on your desk impressive and <laughs> he even said bank statements, didn't he? Yeah, he did. You know, which is like, really, because that's what people now look at on their computer, probably. Mm. Bank statements, theatre tickets. Unfortunately, he used the word businessman rather than business person, but that was the, the age of the uh, the times then, wasn't it? Yeah. And you can live anywhere you like. Uh, and true. Work, work from anywhere. But people don't tend to work anywhere. They don't. Well, people are working from home now. People are working from home the, more. The situation we're in, but... And businesses have now started from remote locations where people yeah. just will yeah. start it online and yeah. it'll be a, pu a business that purely operates online. Yes. yes. But um, as for abandoning, abandoning the larger cities, uh, it hasn't happened, hasn't it? happened no, yet. No, urbanisation's you know, carried it, it, on. It, it feels like it's just massively. increased because yeah. Um, yeah. Clark didn't perhaps count for the mechanisation and sort of use of AI now in agriculture and now people don't. Yeah. Or have less, or well, yeah. they won't have a industrial or no, what's the word for it? A reason related to work to 
go out and mm, uh, anyway yeah I like I like I like I like hearing things like that where someone's actually predicting the future like 1974 he was saying what well, this is what it's going to be like and then yeah. it, it turned out to be like that mm, yeah. but also equally I like the ones where they say and in the future we won't eat meals anymore we'll just have this little pill <laughs> you know <laughs> those kind of things because they used to say that as some well some people do actually live like that we'll just have a pill instead of a meal oh yeah yeah they have well not maybe not pills but they have meal supplements like uh, Soylent and I think it's Hawaiian well right okay yeah, mm. yeah. But they were in the sixties. They were saying, you know, th you won't eat meals anymore. You could just have these like special pills, and then you won't have to eat at all. Mm -hmm. But obviously, it never happened because food's very nice, isn't it? Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, Do they hate food that much? Do what? Was seventies food really that bad? Seventies well, food wasn't very nice, particularly. Mm, perhaps no. that's why they were so excited <laughs> about the idea, the idea of, pills. of eating pills. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, it wasn't very nice. No, I don't, I don't mm. remember it being very nice at all. Okay. No, uh, this is Bob Dylan. Uh, so he did, he made an album a bit like ABBA. He wanted to talk about romance and stuff, but this was about his breakup, a relationship, uh, and this is called Idiot Wind. Someone's got it in for me. They're planting stories in the press. Whoever it is, I wish they cut it out quick.
the Love Unlimited Orchestra, preceded by uh, Bob Dylan and Idiot Wind from the album Blood on the Tracks. This is uh, 1974, Disco Jack. Mm. This disco starting. It's finally getting underway. Uh, <laughs> yes. The rise of disco. You like disco, don't you? Uh, sort of, yeah. But S- um, it's uh, there's a lot of similar songs. And it became a really, really big trend and fad, and that's why it died very violently. <laughs> mm. Not that violently, but yeah, it did. It suddenly kind of petered out, didn't it? Really? Yeah. I think it's probably because of the the the, the, the big flares and the big collars, all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Collars? Uh, big collars on the shirts and stuff. It was all oh, kind of the fashion. Big, big gaudy, maybe. Yes, it was gaudy. Yeah. 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 Anyway, uh, so th- so we've been talking about 1974, which in which nothing happened really, did it? Uh, a lot happened. Well, a lot happened, but I don't know what I want to tell you about 1974. No, Richard Nixon said, "I'm not a crook." Mm-hmm, I went yes. to see my dad's computer, uh, and then that was it, really. Yeah, and that war, which was very good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, thanks for listening. We're gonna we're gonna uh, end with um, Kraftwerk uh, and a, and a song called Autobahn, which is quite long, and we won't play. You won't hear the whole lot because it's actually twenty minutes long, but uh, we'll play a bit of it. Uh, thanks for listening. Next week uh, we'll be in 1975, hopefully. Mm, yes, yeah. hopefully. All right. Have a good week, everyone. Good night. Good night.
Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this podcast available by funding the Access Media Project. Other great podcasts from Fresh FM are available through the accessmedia.nz app or our website freshfm.net.